0: Hello, welcome to another BTBS. Today, what I wanted to talk about is survival mode. And in particular, survival mode when it's around drinking and drinking on a regular basis. Or if you were like me, or if you are like I was, a binge drinker, I felt like I lived in survival mode. Now, let me explain this to you. I wouldn't drink in the house, so I didn't drink... I might have the odd can in the fridge that if I ever fancied a beer after something to eat, I might just grab it and have it, but I wasn't someone who would sit and do four cans in a night or anything like that. I've never been into drinking wine or anything like that. So drinking generally would be a sociable thing, so I'd go out to see my friends or I'd do it after I'd played my sports or maybe at my gigs or whatever. But through phases in my adult life, I've been in binge situations where once I'd had two or three, I'd be fully on it and I'd be on it all night uh, until I decided I were done. Now, I've not done this relentlessly every weekend since I was drinking at like 17, 18, but I've had phases for quite a long time where this has been standard procedure for me. Now, you might be someone that goes out and gets steaming on a weekend and this is meant in no way to disrespect you or anyone that does that and as i've said in previous uh podcasts and uh content I, I i think there's some value in going out and socializing and having fun with your friends my issue is with alcohol and the excess use of alcohol and what else it does to you so my situation was it would be maybe a friday or a saturday and I'd may, maybe go out for a few pints after I'd played football or whatever, or I'd been to watch my team play football, or maybe I'd have a DJ gig or something like that, and I'd have a few beers to warm up. And you know, you're in that nice, warm, glowy feeling of just getting tipsy and it's going to be nice, we're going to see my friends, it's going to be fun, etc. Uh, before you know it, uh, the lot's gone up, I'm downtown, the vodka's flowing, um, the music's playing, I'm dancing and I'm not even a fucking dancer I don't even like dancing but vodka makes me feel like I want to dance and that I can dance that's a story for another day um so yeah the night's going crazy and uh once I'd got the taste for the alcohol um and the spirits were flowing I've got it in me and I think it's definitely a genetic thing on my part because my family especially on my mum's side uh when they're on it they're on it so When I was on the vodka, I was on it until I'd done. So maybe till 4 or 5am or something, uh, if there's an after party going or something, maybe back on it there. But in my last phase where I was binging, uh, just before I stopped, it'd be like Sheffield until 4 or 5am and spending an absolute fortune in VIP booths, which is absolutely not who I am either. But again, that's a story for another day pretending to be something I'm not, uh, and just drinking to the point where I'm absolutely uh, fucked out on my face. And I do apologise for all the swearing as well. I do realise I've been swearing quite a lot lately on these, but I want it to be as authentic from me as possible. So if you are offended, I do apologise, but it is what it is, isn't it? Um, so following on from that, I'd get home in a terrible state, pass out, as most of us would if you'd been drinking for 12 hours, Um And hoping that I'd have that miracle of waking up the next day and you've dodged the hangover. Of course, 99.9% of the times you don't dodge it. And why would you dodge it? I've been drinking pint after pint and then loads of vodka, which essentially is just chucking a load of poison into my body. So how I was expecting to wake up and not feel too bad, I don't know. Over the years, my tolerance to alcohol got worse and worse and... My body just decided that it didn't like it. Now, I know some people can get away with it and some people can drink more and it doesn't affect them as bad. If you're like me, you might be one of those unlucky people that as soon as you have too much, your body tells you that and then the next day, your body acts in a way where it wants to tell you that I didn't want that and I don't want no more of that. So the next day would be wake up and then... A few seconds of, oh, I wonder what's going to happen here. And then, bang. Oh, my God, I've done it again. Hiding under the covers. Energy levels are at minus 100. So, the first thing I need to do is get up and go for a wee. But I haven't even got the energy to get out of bed. You go to stand up. That rush of blood, the intense dehydration, that reality smacks you slap in the face. And then, after that, it's survival mode. And it's not just survival mode for that next day. The first day, (laughs) the hangover for me would constitute of, and I've spoken about this previously, but I'm going to label it all again, it would be uh, toilet. I would have loads of stomach pains all day. I'd be shitting all day. I apologise, but I've got to tell you. I'd be spewing all day. Um, My energy levels would be, about as useful as getting to the toilet and back in bed and then getting to the sink for a glass of water and back. And even that felt like climbing out every sometimes. So that would be my first initial. And then if I can get to the cupboard and pull some paracetamols out as well, that would be good. But literally, that's me for the next four or five hours. My phone's ringing and people are messaging me trying to get hold of me. I'm too anxious to answer it because I think I've done something wrong. And people are ringing me to say oh mate bloody hell you last night and guess what nobody were ringing to say that but my mind was that warped that that's what i thought was happening so it's survival through the day try to fall back asleep in and out of sleep feeling absolute dog me full of anxiety full of guilt full of regret uh zero function a day wasted and i know that anyway that's a sacrifice that i know you know i'm making and i knew that before i went out the day before um Get through till 5pm and then the takeaway's open. Order a takeaway. The takeaway comes and you think, this is going to be magical, it's going to sort my life out. Have one bite of it and just look at it and think, I can't fucking eat that. So that's wasted. And then maybe a few hours later, my stomach might come back to some sort of normality that will allow me to eat. So basically, I've wasted a full day just uh, festering in bed, feeling shit, feeling anxious, feeling ill. So I've inflicted illness on myself. This is the other thing. (laughs) Essentially, what I'm saying is if I'm going out and I'm going to town, I'm giving myself something the same as a flu or whatever the next day. And that's just that. And I'm going to sacrifice uh, my health. I was fine before I went out. I felt completely healthy. But I know that I'm going to be very unhealthy the next day. But that's the sacrifice I'm willing to make. Which, when I look back on now, I think is crazy. But it seemed logical at the time. So get through the Sunday Monday comes around and, of course, Monday morning is the day of ultimate... The, the time of ultimate fear and Monday is the day of ultimate dread when the world comes back around and you've got to get up and function, you've got to go to work, you've got to do the things that you would do normally and just crack on with, but because you've been pissed, you can't even be asked to do the simple things. So if I've got to go and pick the kids up after school, doing the school run would seem like climbing Mount Everest... Simple things like I've got work, simple work tasks to do. I've got to phone someone, send emails, all feel like a complete chore. And I just cannot be arsed. So Monday is a write-off, it's survival mode. Tuesday's a write-off, I'm just still sluggish and can't be arsed again. I need to go to the gym at some point this week, but yeah, that can wait till tomorrow. And then Wednesday comes round, and for me Wednesday was the time of the complete sadness. And it's when I would be assessing my life and my choices and feeling sorry for myself and thinking... Is this really what I want in life? And the depression would kick in and all that. And then Thursday, you start to come back to life a little bit. And then Friday comes back round and bang, we're back in the game. Friday's come and everything's magically better. So how am I going to spend this weekend? Am I going to spend it trying to replenish and trying to recover and to get into the following week and the Monday with some momentum? Or am I just going to fucking smash it again? and rinse and repeat this loop over and over again. Survival mode, the struggle, I can't be asked, Can't be asked all week long with life. Simple, basic things. Things like looking after my kids, going for a run, drinking water, eating healthy. Basic, simple, normal things that we should all do as part of who we are. And it shouldn't be a chore. And I know things are hard sometimes and life is hard. But these things we should just be able to get on with. And by looking after ourselves and, and having a good balance in life, these are the things we just crack on with without thinking about it. When you go out binge drinking, these small normal things, you can't cope with them. I couldn't cope with them. So I'm in survival mode all week. And the only time I feel like I'm myself and I can function is when I'm out getting pissed. But that's the thing that's making me go into survival mode all week. Crazy, huh? Let me know what you think in the comments. All the likes and the shares are appreciated. I appreciate all the people that are checking us out on Spotify uh, for the first time. Please feel free to check out our social media accounts. There's loads more content on their shorter format. And we will have some longer format podcasts coming with some guests soon on Spotify and across all the platforms as well. So stay tuned. Thank you.